on Triple M, the Pilbara Saturday Sports Show. Well, everybody, welcome to another Saturday Sports Show. Dave in the chair. In our opening hour this morning, we'll catch up with Jax from the uh, Pilbara Trailblazers and talk about an interesting event they've got coming up in a few weeks' time. It's called an, uh, a Backyard Ultra. I want to know what that involves and does it involve an esky and a barbecue in the backyard. Karen from Football West will also join us as we head towards a foot, female football week next week. And uh, as the uh, regional participation coordinator for the Pilbara, she should be all across that. But coming in for you very soon, I'm going to catch up with Brad Davey from the North Pilbara Footy League. Uh, he's been successful in getting some funding for the league for the umpires. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. On the Saturday Sports Show, the North Pilbara Footy League is four rounds deep into season 2023. And uh, whilst there may be two teams of footballers out the, on the paddock, there is a third team out there as well. It is the umpires. Brad Davey is one of the umpire coordinators with the uh, coordinators with the North Pilbara Footy League. And he joins us this morning on the Saturday Sports Show. Hello, Brad. How are you? Good, mate, and how are you? Very well, thank you. Another big weekend of football. Round five getting underway today. Uh, the venues are, let me see, we've got uh, Windy Ridge for Dampier against South Headland and the Pedlam Blazers in the women. Uh, Wick, Wickham Oval for the uh, Wickham Wolves up against the Craft Falcons and uh, Colin Matheson Oval in Headland for Rovers versus the Cats. That'll be the annual pink game to raise funds for uh, breast cancer research. Now, Brad, the third team on the park is the umpires, and you're, as I said, one of the uh, coordinators with Mick Finlay of the umpires. Now, you came up with some sort of idea in the off-season, or actually it was during last season, to uh, help the umpires out on the field. Now, there's plenty of help coming from the crowd at each week. What help did you decide that the umpires needed? Uh, last year we had a, a FIFO umpire come through with a recommendation that we bring on board some umpire headsets to maybe help with positioning and coaching of all of our incoming and junior umpires or, or most of us are just volunteers up here that mm-hmm. love the game so get amongst it. Um, yeah they said uh, they're finding them really useful down south in a few other leagues uh, being able to communicate to each other in live form um, instead of trying to provide feedback or just passing over positions on the field um, and getting around each other. So more direct uh, uh, communication uh, in play rather than having to wait till a, a break in play at, at quarter time or half time, etc. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Uh, a lot of the positioning as well, it really allows when we can see someone else is getting fatigued to call them out and us move in. We don't have to wait for a break in play. Uh, we can communicate by just coming around them and pushing them back out, um, taking that control again, uh, hopefully having the flow of the ball go better and having the umpires be in better positions to make calls. So you've got uh, three games a day across uh, three different venues each week. Um, does this you, you would need more than one communication set per umpire, I would have thought. Um, so you would need a um, uh, communication set for each, um, and you're only doing it with the central umpires, for each of the umpires uh, for each of the games, yes? Yeah, so uh, Horizon Power have come on board as a sponsor there or given us a grant, which has been fantastic. Um, this year, now, we'll be going in with 15 pieces altogether. Um, we have a few spare there just in case we've got game day coaching and the like. Uh, we can have game day umpire coaches from the boundary communicating to the on-field umpires. But there is three headsets. There will be three headsets for the umpires for each 
game set um, as they move forward. Uh, they've all been um, supplied with their own earpiece and vest. Um, they get out there and yeah. They so is that it. is that across all games? So I mean, the the league is basically north and south. There's the uh, the headland based umpires and Karratha based umpires or West Pilbara based umpires. Will the uh, is that you know, the headsets across all of the umpires across the whole league? Uh, at the moment, we've just been running this southern end uh, with the Horizon Power Grant. It's enabled us to buy more sets. Uh, we, uh, with the grant, I applied for both, given Horizon Power runs through Port Hedland, Dampier, Wickham and Caratha. I put all four of us on there. Uh, and this is bringing Hedland on board as well. Uh, as soon as they arrive, now that the grant's been approved, we will be getting a set up there and hopefully uh, it runs smoothly. Very good. Thank you very much, Brad. Well done. It's a good a good innovation. I'm sure the clubs will appreciate it too. Uh, they don't want to see a fatiguing umpire uh, getting lagging behind the play. So it's a, a pretty good uh, initiative. And uh, congratulations to you on uh, accessing the funding through Horizon Power. Uh, go well throughout the rest of the season. Thanks, Dave. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Saturday Sports Show, uh, we have got uh, running in our blood here in the Pilbara. Well, when I say we, it's the royal we. There's plenty of us that don't mind getting out and doing a run. In fact, a little earlier this morning, around 7-ish, the uh, park run people hit the trail for the 100th time here in Caratha. Jack's home and from the uh, uh, Pilbara Trailblazers joins us. Hello, Jax. Good morning. Did you like that little uh, quick back out when I said we enjoy running? Yes, I know you don't enjoy running at all, do you? <laughs> no, I'm in the fitness protection program, mate, so I'm not allowed. Wow, but this morning a lot of people did enjoy some running. Yes, I'm sure they did. Hey, it's cooler in the mornings now, isn't it? So uh, it's not a bad way to get the old temperature going inside the body. It's fantastic. Uh, we're loving it, honestly. With cooler weather, it's perfect. All right, let's talk quickly, uh, before we get into the main topic of today's program, uh, let's talk quickly about the uh, Pilbara Trailblazers Trail Adventures Program. We did touch on this briefly last time we spoke. How is that going and and what can we? Ex- what are you expected to do? How can people join in on the your, your Trail Adventures Program? Everything is on our website, Pilbara Trailblazers. Mm -hmm. Um, It's fantastic. We're about three or four weeks in. It's a program that's funded by a state government grant under the Outdoor Active Recreation Participation Program. It's always a big mouthful. Uh, But, um, you know, it's just amazing. People coming along on group runs during the week, on the weekend. We've had lots of workshops. And we've got this weekend, we have Tribe and Trail coming from Perth doing skills workshops with us, um, product testing, gear, uh, all kinds of things to get into. And uh, everyone welcome. It's all free. And we've had huge participation. So, yeah, it's really exciting. Can I ask a question? Skills workshops. I mean, running. Skills. <laughs> One foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. Is there more of it than that? Yeah, I'll put it this way. When you're running down hills on the trails, sometimes you eat dirt. If oh, you gravity wins, doesn't foot. it? <laughs> if you don't get that left foot, right foot uh, coordination going. So, yeah, we're, um, like, uh, what I'm really looking forward to is learning how to use um, equipment like poles for um, events where you're going to be doing some serious uh, elevation and climb, mountain climbing, basically. Jax, uh, yeah. Jax, you're from New Zealand. <laughs> Tramping uses sticks all the time. No, but I haven't been there for a while. Yeah. Uh, so you don't have your tramping yeah. poles anymore? No. 
uh, oh, you get a chance to get some this weekend. Uh, come along and see what we're doing. <laughs> Very good. All right, check it out. Uh, they've got a Facebook page called Pilbara Trailblazers. They are on the web as well. Trail Adventures Program, as Jack said there, about three weeks in. Now, sticking with that, you've got some event coming up uh, in July, 22nd of July. Quickly, what's that about? So that is the culmination of this Trail Adventures program, mm-hmm. a 7K, 14K half marathon on the trails and also a one-kilometre kids race. And that's uh, in and out through the hills behind uh, St Luke's? Yeah. So the start at uh, around the back of the BMX track mm-hmm. and all the courses go out through the hills there and uh, get to see some of the really nice trails out there. So it'll be good fun for those participating on the day. 22nd of July. The weather should be perfect uh, at that time of year. All right, a little bit closer to home. This is the main reason for the chat this week. The Red Dirt Backyard Ultra. Uh, this We did, again, touch on this very early in the piece as well. It's not far away. It's about three weeks away. It is three weeks away. So exciting. So what is, the, apart from the fact that the obvious is red dirt, that's everywhere around here, uh, the backyard ultra, does that mean we just run backwards and forwards from the house to the back fence and back again? <laughs> Not quite. So a backyard ultra is a course where it's 6.71 kilometres and the participants start every hour on the hour and they have one hour to complete that distance. Can I say 6.71 kilometres is just some random number? But it's probably not. (laughs) No, it's not. Um, I mean, the event format um, generates from the US where they run in miles. I don't know what that converts to in miles, but (laughs) the, the, the bottom line is that if you were to run for 24 hours, you would have completed 100 miles, which is about 160 kilometers. Yes, it is. So, well done. Um, we're hosting for 24 hours, so our solos um, will be able to see how long they can go for, and we also have a team option for teams of two and four um, to see how much they can do in the 24 hours. Uh, have people? Do people have to register for this? I mean, and should they be registering now? I mean, I know they should already they should be fit be enough to do now. it now. If it's only three weeks away, but should, do they have to register now, or can they do it all the way up to that weekend in June? Get on and register now. Uh, it helps us in our planning, obviously, yep. and uh, getting registrations in early. Also, uh, opportunity for people to join teams. So we're having people come out and say, I really want to do this and I'd like to join up with somebody else to do it as a team, which I think is just amazing. So yeah. um, if people are in that position, then please get in touch with us and we'll see what we can do to connect you with other runners. So maximum size of a team is four? Yes. That's a shame. If, it's only, if it was a team of 24, you don't have to do one. That's great. That's what Pablo said. <laughs> Tarred with the same brush. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, good on you, Pablo. Uh, it's time to, get, time to get you back off the treadmill, my friend. Uh, the Red Dirt Backyard Ultra, three weeks' time. Uh, individuals or pairs or fours for this. Now, just so I get my head around this, it's a 6.71-kilometre loop, if you like. And you start mm-hmm. at zero zero on the clock. You've got sixty mm-hmm. minutes to complete it. Uh, if you mm-hmm. complete it early, then you can put your feet up for the remain remainder of time in that hour and get ready to start again on the next hour. Is that how it works? That's absolutely how it works. And so, for your solos, your strategy comes down to things like: Do you want to complete the course quicker and have more time to eat? go to the bathroom, sit down, or do you want to sort of take your time, have less waiting time before your next lap? Uh, and obviously how you approach that over time will change because you're going to be running through the night if you're going to go that long. Um, it's actually quite exciting to watch, believe so it or not. 
You're going to be running through the night. It's 24 hours solid on the 10th and the 11th of June. Are you going mm-hmm. to have the track lit, or will the runners need to have uh, headlights on their on their running gear? Runners will need to have headlamps. Yeah. Right. Interesting. So you, you during the daylight hours, look work out where the potholes are. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so you don't find them by accident at night. That's right. You don't want to find those bags in it at night. No. Uh, no, because it's it's interesting though. You know, if you run the same course over and over, you get to know all those little details. I'll take your word for that. <laughs> not coming to join us then. Oh, uh, you may not see me. No, um, no. You, in fact, I can guarantee you won't see me. I mean, let's face it. On the Saturday morning, I'll be doing the Saturday sports show. Um, so I might actually have to uh, give you a call and uh, interrupt your particular lap. Uh, what time are you going to kick it off on the Saturday? <laughs> 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. Oh, that's easy. I won't be interrupting anything. And look, we encourage people to come down and see what's going on. It's pretty, um, you know, there's a the event um, set up is outside the front of the um, Balmoral Caravan Park. Yep. And so you'll be able to see us there if you're driving down Bayview Road. Uh, there'll be lots happening. And it really gives the participants a boost to see people when they come in. So the best time to be visiting if you want to just pop in and see what's happening is just before the start of a next loop. So you'll yep. see people coming in and then be there um, as they take off for the next loop. So. All right. So tactics comes into play for this, particularly if you're one of the solo runners. Uh, You may not want to finish your loop in 33 and a half minutes and then have to sit around for 25 minutes building up your lactic acid. That's uh, one of the (laughs) things you want to take take into account. That's right. (laughs) Jax, thanks for that. Uh, Check it out. Uh, Pilbara Trailblazers on the Facebook page. Make sure if you are interested in or you're keen on joining... Um, for the Backyard Ultra, particularly if you would like to join a team, get in touch with them, uh, register for the Red Dirt Backyard Ultra. It's coming up in three weeks' time, three weeks today. In fact, it gets underway at the Balmoral Caravan Park. Uh, if you would like to join a team, get in touch with the team at Pilbara Trailblazers. Always good to catch up with you, Jax. Stay well. You too. Thank you. And you won't see me out there on a park run or on the ultra marathon, but it's good to talk about it anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Good on you. <laughs> Jax from Pilbara Trailblazers joining us. Uh, we're going to take a quick break on the Saturday Sports Show. We're going to talk football, soccer with Karen from uh, Football West next. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. The Saturday Sports Show talking football, not Aussie rules, the round ball game, the world game, and the community participation officer for the Pilbara for Football West is Karen Hennessy. We've had her on the program before. She joins me again this Saturday morning. Hello, Karen. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me on. Look, no problem. Hey, big week for football, for uh, soccer, for those people that want to be uh, a bit pedantic about it. But for it's Female Football Week next week. What does that mean? So it's a Football Australia initiative and really it's celebrating female um, football within Australia and focusing on coaches, players, volunteers, um, and really grassroots football and, and just a celebration of everyone within your club. Um, so, for example, it's, it necessarily doesn't have to really revolve around just the women, but it could be around dads coaching uh, daughters um, and everything like that. So it's just a celebration of female football and, and, and females involved in football. A good initiative with the, uh, the FIFA Women's World Cup coming down under uh, in a couple of months' time. 
Yeah, it, it's awesome. I think it's really, oh, we're 63 days to go or 62 today. Yeah, last yeah. night was 63. <laughs> so uh, the countdown is on and really it's just a good way to, for Football Australia to connect with all their regions and and say, here we go, we're, we're on the countdown and, and involve everyone. So it's a great focus. Um, and the, look, it within my the Pilbara region, you, you just look at all the associations and the presidents within nearly three out of four are, are female are presidents with two. So strong female representatives uh, across the board and they're just doing great work. And, and um, I think it's it's focusing on, on them as much as players and and all the coaches. You see the moms down there coaching and and everything. So we have a couple of events in Karata. We're doing a skills session on the Thursday. That's from a sort of nine to 12 age mm -hmm. group, focusing on improving their skills in a just a, a female, a girl friendly environment. Um, and then we have a mini ruse coaching session on the Saturday night, which is for anyone who coaches females. And we're looking at the sort of difference in language and how we talk to girls and make sure that within a mixed environment that they're not sort of being left to the peripheral for those ones who might be a little bit weaker than the one or two who excel. So it really, the whole point is to um, keep those girls from dropping off at sport at those key ages or sort of when they hit 12. With the um, with the, the uh, FIFA Women's World Cup coming your way in, as you say, nine weeks' time, uh, that will pretty much tie in around about the same time for the Northwest Championships. Uh, they're around about the same time being held uh, down in Newman uh, on the 21st to the 23rd of July. So that's roughly the same time frame as when the uh, World Cup's underway. Yes, so we've just announced that this morning that the Newman, um, it's now officially the John Holland um, Northwest Championships within Newman. Um, so that is on July 21st and 23rd. And um, yeah, they're super excited. Uh, Paul Natali, who's the new president there, and the committee are just doing a fantastic job already organizing it. Um, and it will be held at the Capricorn Oval, as we just discussed. Um, so that will be, I think, age groups, one team from each area um, from under nines up to under 15s we're looking at. And we're also putting out expression of interest to senior uh, clubs in the area to come along. So, yeah, we're delighted to have the support of John Holland and we're just delighted to be able to run it this year um, and get it back up off the grounds. So now, also this, yeah. sorry, and also this week uh, we've got um, from I think it's the Road Safety Commission or the Insurance Commission uh, have got some Insurance Commission. Yeah, yeah, they've got some promotion yeah. going with Belt Up. Yeah, so um, up in Headland with Laura and the Headland Junior Association, Minister Stephen Dawson will be presenting um, Belt Up Balls um, for the Belt Up Road Self Safety Campaign. The Orange insurance commission they hand out 2000 balls branded up with that message to clubs in the regional metropolitan era area every year and um, so we'll be down now the marine Mar marland reserve 
at 350, uh, handing out the balls um, and have a little bit of press there as well and just have a little bit of fun. And that will also be female football week. So hopefully we can we can do some fun activities during um, that session as well. But it's really great to be up there with the minister and to be up with the Headland Junior Soccer Association Club. Karen Hennessy. Um, they're uh... just doing a great job. Karen Hennessy, the Community Participation Officer for the Pilbara Region, joining us today talking uh, football, specifically female football, as Female Football Week kicks off next week. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you very much, and I look forward to talking to you about the World Cup in the, in the coming months. Indeed. 63 days, 62 Indeed. days. 62, nine weeks to go. Uh, we are off to the latest from the newsroom in the second hour of the program today. We're happy to catch up with Jimmy from the Borough Mountain Bike Club and uh, I think Cassie's on the phone. We'll have a chat with her about BMX as well. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. On Triple M. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show. Welcome back in this final hour of the program before we head off to the Saturday rub and the footy. We'll be talking uh, biking, mountain biking and BMX biking. And if we can get through to Darwin, we'll have a chat with Travis from the Indoor Cricket Centre as they head in towards the National Indoor Cricket Championships of Australia. It's all happening in this last hour. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Into the second hour of our Saturday Sports Show and mountain biking continues to grow from strength to strength. In fact, coming up uh, this weekend, I think it's tomorrow, they've got their Enduro. I spoke to Jimmy Daniels about it uh, last week or might have been the week before that the Enduro is on its way. We'll get some more clarification on that. I'm pretty sure it is tomorrow. Jimmy joins me on the phone. Hello, Jimmy. How are you? Yeah, great. Thanks. How are you? Not too bad. Look, I noticed you sent, you did send through during the week uh, the results of the first three weeks of uh, club rides, and there's some yes. notable times in there, some really good times. Uh, there's some elites, there's some experts, and you even got the whippets out there. So, there, uh, the times are going good. I guess from a from a club perspective, if uh, someone wants to improve on their league ladder, then you need to actually put more times on the board, turn up each week. Yeah, that's that's that's. Exactly right. I think consistency. I'm, I'm, I'm saying this to sure. you, Jimmy, because I could see in three <laughs> races you've only got one time, and there's a three. Yeah. There's three yeah. DNSs. Yeah, DNS did, did not did not start. start. Yeah, did not show up. Yeah, you got to show up if you want to get points on the board. That's simple <laughs> as that. <laughs> so, needless to say, Jimmy Daniels, you're not at the pointy end of your uh, category. No, no, no. But look, there's, there's still another three rounds to go, so yeah. anything could happen. Yeah, anything could this happen. is true. It's racing. Okay. Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When's the, when, are we riding today? Or are we saving today, ourselves no. for tomorrow? No, no, no. Big day tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, Sunday we've got our very first ever for the Barrett Bar- Mountain Bike Club. It's the first time we've ever put an enduro event on. So we're pretty excited. It's a different format to the cross-country races that we normally do. Mm-hmm. We, we sort of just do laps. Uh, this is a... Downhill leg is the only timed part. So it's all about going fast downhill. Don't worry about well, gravity. Brakes. should help. Exactly. Yeah, just go <laughs> for it. Um, so there's four four legs, four stages. Yeah. Um, and the whippets, so the whippets are under nine to under 13, and they'll only just, they'll just do two. Uh, and they have to be accompanied by a shadow rider, so a parent or someone, a guardian like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They can ride down with them. Um, but, yeah, there's four stages. Um, it should be an awesome day. So registrations are open from 7 a.m. Uh, and the whippet's kicking off at 8, I believe. So are you going to be a DNS for this? No, I'm definitely there. Yeah, Def- definitely. 
brings out the, the little kid in all of us mountain bikers <laughs> who want to do skids and jumps and you know make the motorbike noises. <laughs> no riding of the brakes on the downhill section. You need the best no, time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um yeah, should be good. It's, it's make really sure, cool. Yeah, make sure you're well stocked up on your safety gear. Um Yes. <laughs> Full face helmet is advisable, uh, not compulsory <laughs> yeah. for this event, but it definitely is advisable. And if you've got any knee pads, elbow pads, and all that sort of stuff, definitely uh, mouth guard as well. Get the mouth, yeah, mouth guard as well. well. Yep, the whole lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what time are we kicking off? We've got registrations from seven. What time's the first uh, yes. the first stage going to get underway? Whippets kick off at eight, and I believe the uh, open is nine. Okay. So uh, there's a race village being set up behind Horizon Power. <laughs> Um, Including first aid station? Yes, absolutely. First (laughs) aid will be on site. Um, We'll have the race briefing is mandatory for all competitors. Absolutely. And so it should be. Yeah. So that's the enduro. Now, where where did the concept come from? It doesn't sound like it's like a fun concept. I can't imagine this would go into, I mean, I've seen um, BMX riding at uh, major games and things like that, like the Olympics and stuff like that. Mm. But would this go into like an Olympic type competition? Just just the so, downhill segment? Not not yet. There is down downhill racing is pretty big. It's a very big sport. Enduro is sort of a new one where it's not it's not specifically just downhill. So you don't have to have a separate bike, for example, to ride, you know. Right. Um, but it's just um yeah, I guess it's a different format for, for those who want to just go fast downhill. Um obviously mountain biking <laughs> is in the Olympics, but that's the cross country. Yes, so, it is. Yeah, different uh, different format. It'll be interesting. Yeah. It will be interesting. So that's uh, oh, tomorrow cool. morning. Juniors getting underway uh, at eight. Seniors yep. uh, not long after that. Registrations from seven o'clock. It's uh, we're going to do this out in the hills behind uh, the BMX track. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. I can't remember the name of the road. I'm terribly sorry. But no, if you jump fine. on our Facebook page, all the details are there, or our um, Barrett Mountain Bike Play page also. Uh, all the event details uh, are there. So. Fantastic. I hope to be able to speak to you in future. Hopefully you don't damage yourself tomorrow, mate. <laughs> Collarbones don't stop you talking. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Jimmy Daniels from Burrup Mountain Bike joining us today uh, promoting the Enduro. gets underway from tomorrow out behind the BMX track. Speaking of Garatha BMX, we're going to talk to Cassie Patterson next. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara's Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Triple M's Saturday Sports Show talking, uh, well, we're just talking about mountain biking. Let's go a little bit different. Still on two wheels, it's BMX now. Carrather BMX is uh, five or six rounds into their local rides. There's, we've got we've had riders go off to State Series, National Series, but uh, the North West Super Series kicks off for 2023 here in Carrather next Saturday night. In fact... There's a warm-up event, if you like, next Friday night for the uh, riders to get a look at the track, I guess, under lights before it gets underway next Saturday. Cassie Patterson from uh, Carrather BMX joins me on the phone. Hello, Cass. How are we going? Yeah, great, thanks. Uh, How did I go with the intro? Was it reasonably accurate or did I miss something? No, that was great. I thought it was excellent. (laughs) How are we going for numbers here in Carrather for uh, BMX? I mean, we're getting loads of new numbers, new riders coming through, or is it still the same old, same old, the same same families coming back year after year? Um, We've got a lot of the same families, which is good to see, but we've had a heap of new riders this year. So lots of new riders hiring out all our gear that we've got available. Mm -hmm. And I think last round, round five, we had about 87 riders, which is, I think, 
the most we've had for a long time. That's pretty good. How are we going in the in the little tackers, the mini wheelers and the sprockets? We're we getting good numbers coming through there. Yeah, absolutely. That um, sometimes it looks a bit crazy. Actually, we've got that many kids on the track. Oh, it is so, so have... much fun watching the mini wheelers and having mum or dad or someone run around after. Yeah. Them. <laughs> and they absolutely love it. They come to a few races, obviously grab something from the canteen. That's their Friday night sorted. Yes. So, um, yeah. So good night out. Uh, all right. So as I said, the uh, we've got next Friday, instead of club night, you'll be opening up the track for the a preview, if you like, of the Northwest yep. Super Series. What time is that yep. going to roughly take place? Or have you locked in, locked in the times? Yep, we have. Yeah. So um, that's just a fun night. So yeah. we do reduced races So um, and there's scoring, but obviously no trophies or anything like that. Um, so it starts 5.30 for mini wheelers and mm-hmm. take the track and then gates will drop at 6.30 and we just do four motos straight through, no break in between. Very good. Uh, canteen on Friday night? Yep, full canteen yeah, Friday night. Um, probably not as big of a menu as Saturday. Saturday our um, canteen goes all out um, and there'll be a heap <laughs> Look, of different options. Cassie, I don't, I don't think you're alone. I reckon a, or any one of the four uh, uh, BMX clubs across the uh, northwest go all out when it comes to catering. Oh, they, yeah. I mean, It's almost you get, like a competition. You, you go to Newman out. and it's like, <laughs> hello, it's like we're catering for thousands. But, I mean, it's a good, yep. it's a good weekend, the Northwest Super Series, and round one is in Caratha next Saturday. All right, so the fun night is, uh, is the Friday um, for yep. fo- four motos, no, no points, but obviously times because uh, everyone's got their transponders and stuff like that. But what about Saturday? Yep. What time are we going to throw the gates open? What time can the mini-wheelers get on the, on the track? And when, when do the actual motos drop with the, with the gates? So for Saturday, gates will open to the track at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, everyone will set up their club tents and stuff like that. Um, practice will officially start at 3.20. We do that in age groups rolling through. Yep. Then the mini wheelers will take the track at about 4.40. Um, and then five o'clock, the motos will start. Um, usually, we have um, there'll be a break in between because we'll have to figure out... Um, you know, finals and placings and stuff yep, like that yep, yep. because we run motos, semis, finals. And then at the end of all of that, there'll be a presentation for each age group um, with trophies um, for this particular round. It's going to be a long, long day from 3 o'clock through till uh, presentations late in the night. <laughs> uh, you'll be expecting riders from across the four uh, Pilbara uh, BMX clubs from Tom Price, Newman or East Pilbara, uh, Headland and Caratha. So it should That's you'll right, have yep. a big influx, influx of trailers, bikes, people all, all across the town next weekend. Yep, sure will. What do we do about uh, camping? Do we just uh, pitch the tent right outside the gate? Well, luckily <laughs> we've got the caravan park right next to yeah. the track, so quite a few families um, jump in there. That's super handy or, you know, stay with mates in town, that sort of thing. So, Very good. Cassie, uh, it should be a great weekend. I'll see if I can touch base with you. Not next weekend because you guys will be flat out getting stuff organised, but maybe the weekend after. We'll have to wait and see. Oh, no, the weekend after is the long weekend, so... Probably after the long weekend, we'll, we'll touch base with you again and, and try and get the results of uh, round one before uh, the Northwest Super Series heads uh, for round two. Where are they going round two? I think that's going inland. I think Newman's got the second one. Ooh, 
So let me have a look. According to my calendar, it's Newman in uh, in the middle of or well, middle towards the end of June, and then Tom Price yes, and finishing right. off up the road in Headland. Yeah. All right, mate. Uh, if that's okay with you, I'll touch base with you in a couple of weeks' time after the long weekend, and uh, we can go back and have a look at uh, how the lo- local riders are doing in their club scene and how we did at the Northwest Super Series next weekend. Yep, sounds great. Thanks, Cassie. Thanks for your time on a Saturday morning. No worries. Thanks, Dave. That is Karatha BMX uh, for today. We're going to take a quick break and finish things off. We'll catch up with Travis Scroop, who last time we spoke from the Indoor Cricket Centre was uh, putting a shout-out, a call-out for players to represent the Pilbara at the National Indoor Cricket Tournaments, and he's got himself together a team. They call themselves the North West Heat. We'll talk to Travis after this break. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Saturday Sports Show, almost time to wrap things up before we head off to the footy. Today it's North Melbourne with uh, an interim coach up against Sydney Swans from Marvel Stadium. That game coming to you uh, right here on Triple M after the Saturday rub. Before we get there though, time to talk indoor cricket. Last time I caught up with Travis Scroop, he was looking for expressions of interest for uh, fellas and if necessary girls, to uh, try and form some uh, Northwest and Pilbara-based teams to take part in the National Indoor Cricket Tournament. How are you, Trav? I'm well, mate. Yourself? Not too bad. Now, obviously, it must have been successful because I'm calling you, you're in Darwin, uh, and the tournament, the National Indoor Cricket Tournament, gets underway tomorrow. Yes, mate. Yes, we landed uh, in Darwin with uh, the local boys, Um to compete in the competition starting tomorrow. So it is essentially uh, a, a Pilbara team, is it? Um, yes, majority is, yes. All right, we do so. have eight eight uh, local um, indoor cricket players. Yep. Um, and then I've topped the team up with two others from Perth Metro. All right. And does the team have a name? Are we the Pilbara Pearlers yes. or something? What are we? No, we are the Northwest Heat. Because that's pretty much what we're known for is the heat. What yeah. we know is the heat, yes. Um, At least you didn't go with the Northwest March flies or anything like that. No. <laughs> I never thought of that one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a bite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the tournament gets underway from tomorrow. What's the format? Is it And, and does it go for <laughs> like two or three days, have a rest day and then play some more? What's the, what's the format for um, the team from here on in? The format for the team... Um, from now on in is um, Sunday is one game for us. Yep. And we've got eight eight games for the week from right. Sunday to Thursday in a round robin. Okay. Um, going from one game to two games per day. Um, and that goes through till the Thursday. And then we have uh, finals starting on the Friday if we make them. All right. And what uh, division are you guys playing in? Uh, we're playing in the over, thir- over 40, sorry. Well, over 40s, there's going to be some creaky bones by bloody Thursday. I'll give you the tip. There is, mate. There is. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the Voltaren's on tap, ready to go. <laughs> oh, we got jars, big tubs of it. <laughs> so, all right, so round-robin tournament, and uh, fingers crossed we do well enough in that and we might do some playoffs. Uh, is it one, one of these tournaments where it's uh, everyone play, has a, a crossover, whether it's top four or, or bottom four, or is it uh, yeah, you only make um, top, top four, four and that's it? Only mate, top four, and that's it. Fair enough, all right. So fingers crossed that the Northwest Heat can get the job done in the early part of the tournament. And uh, next time we have a chat, we'll be talking to the uh, the championship coach organizer of the uh, of the Northwest Heat from National yep, Champions. 
that'll be that'll be a good thing to do. But um, <laughs> if anyone does want to follow us, we do have our own Facebook page um, through the Northwest Heat on mm, Facebook, and also. If you also want to link in with the Karatha Indoor Cricket Association as well, uh, the link's on there too. All right. Hey, Trav, go well. Uh, The tournament gets underway today. Uh, Enjoy your last day of rest before getting stuck into it tomorrow. No worries, mate. Thank you very much. Travis Group uh, heading up the uh, Northwest Heat representative side at the National Indoor Cricket Championships to be played in Darwin. They get underway tomorrow. The team touched down earlier in the week. So there's eight locals from Caratha, topped up with a couple from Perth. The Northwest Heat, uh, as Trav said, you can follow them on the Northwest Heat Facebook page. Uh, good luck to everyone involved in that. The over 40s Masters Tournament. As I said, they are going to be feeling it by the end of the week. That is it for the Saturday Sports Show. Thanks for your company again today. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M.